How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for the weekend show, Saturday, February the 20th. My friends, today I want to share with you a story from my childhood, and it's about a video game that I played on a road trip. So my mother and I had never really gone on a proper vacation before. We grew up fairly poor, couldn't afford much, but one of the things that we did love to do was road trips. And this time, for the first time, we decided we would go to a proper place, rent a motel, and explore Canada a little bit. So we took a trip to old Quebec City. It was my first time leaving my province of Ontario, and it was going to be an eight-hour drive. For us, no problem. We were used to the long drives. However, I decided I should probably bring some video games along with me, and the only portable device that I had at that age was a Nintendo DS. So I did some Googling and I went searching for, you know, what are some new games that I haven't played before that I should play through on this road trip? And I came across a game called 999, which stands for nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. This is the first game in the Zero Escape series by Chunsoft. And boy, oh boy, is this ever a game. So if you haven't heard of it, this game is half interactive story or visual novel and half escape rooms or, you know, puzzles. Uh, the story is fairly dystopian. The protagonist has been abducted along with eight other people, right? So that's the nine persons part. And basically put them in a sinking ship that they have to escape out of. It's like an evil game a la the Saw movies. And what follows is a, a pretty brutal story, to be honest. It's not for the faint of heart. But if you like the freaky stuff like that, it's real good. The writing is very good. Anyway, I knew none of that when I downloaded the game. I just knew that it was highly regarded. And off we went on the road trip. And so I played it at the start of the trip. And for the next eight hours, I was basically just consumed by this game. I was heavily invested in the story, all of the different characters that were there. I loved the idea of playing this, you know, twisted game of death. And then at some point in the trip, something absolutely bizarre happened in the story. I mean, it was out there. It was something that you wouldn't have been able to guess in a million years. And I won't lie, I was quite bewildered. And then the game popped up and they said, hey, this is a game that you're supposed to play multiple times. There are a number of different endings that you can possibly get when you play this. And depending on the decisions that you make in the interactive story, you're going to get a different ending. So the intent is that you play through it multiple times, choosing different things, and then thus you can see all of the endings. Well, I got to the end of this very bizarre way that they just, that they finished up the narrative. And as soon as I got that message, I went, you know what? I'm actually okay with this ending. I'm not going to keep playing it. And so I stopped, even though there was a few more hours probably left in my road trip. And certainly way more hours left in the game. And I know to all of you who love this series, you're probably like very mad at me right now because there's so much more of that game to see. But in that moment, I just remember thinking, I like the version of the game that I just played. I was very surprised by the ending, but I accepted it. And I wanted that version of the game to be the playthrough that I had, even if it's not the canon ending that continues the series through the next few games. And, you know, replaying the game wasn't necessarily my hang-up there, because they do offer features for you to, like, speed up the dialogue that you've already seen. You can, like, skip the puzzles you've already done, stuff like that. So actually replaying it isn't that big of a problem. But I was just content with what I had. And so I was reflecting on, like, okay, why was that the case? If I was so invested in this story, then theoretically, I should be really interested in all of the other options that popped up. And I don't know that I've ever come to a conclusion on this. 
Maybe interactive novels just aren't for me, or branching interactive novels. Or this concept of multiple endings. I've played Nier Automata, which also has multiple endings. Granted, in a different kind of way than this game does. But even then, I played the first ending, and then I was like, yeah, I'm good with this, I don't need to keep playing. So maybe it has something to do with that, but... I don't know, I thought I would just throw it out there and, and see if you had any thoughts for me on that. Is there anyone out there like me? Or the total opposite of me you want to see every possible ending? Let me know. On the trip back home, perhaps it would have been wise to try and play the game again, but from what I recall, we just listened to a podcast the whole time or something. Anyway, folks, I do highly recommend the game if that sounds like that's something up your alley. It is available on PC and the PlayStation 4, and on iOS, as well as the DS. They've bundled it in a bunch of different places. All of the music that you heard in today's show comes from the game. It's a very good soundtrack. And I think you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it if, if that's your genre. Once again, the game is called Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, or 999. My friends, that is all from me today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to be back with another variety show tomorrow, hopefully, if all goes well, as planned, and then back with the news on Monday. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, hope you enjoyed that episode. I don't really remember why I began talking about it, but maybe that road trip popped into my head for some reason. It was kind of the the road trip was kind of the last like teenager thing I was able to do with my mom, I guess you could say, because it was in the summer. Oh, gosh, when was it now? Yeah, I think it was in the summer before I started university. So it was like our last hurrah. I look back on it very fondly. Uh, apologies again for not having after shows the past couple of days, because this weird thing has been happening. So, you know, I've basically had to live with headaches my entire life. I think it's a genetic thing, because my dad had really bad headaches all the time growing up. We even have like a, it's hidden in a closet somewhere, but I have a drawing from grade one, and it was a Father's Day drawing, and it said, what is something that you do for your dad, or your father, to make them happy, or something? And what I had drawn was, uh, me with my dad sleeping next to me, and the caption says, I let my dad sleep when he has a headache. So it's just, you know, it's been a part of my life forever, and I've inherited that. So I'll probably get a headache, like, you know, once a week, once every other week. But usually I know why it happened, I know how to manage it, I know how to treat it. You know, I've really learned th that whole aspect about me just because of how inherent it is to my life. And, you know, last Thursday or something, Wednesday, I got a headache again. I was like, okay, no problem. It was pretty bad. So I went to bed a little early, and then I woke up and I still had the headache, and that is very infrequent for me. Usually if I sleep, that will get rid of it. And this time, like, I got up and I could still feel it a little bit. It wasn't, like, full-blown there, but I could feel it. And then by the end of the day, it was really bad again. So I powered through the news show, and then the next day, again, basically there all day. Like, it wasn't a blistering headache the entire day, but definitely by the end of it, when you're staring at a screen after work for so long and doing the Observer and whatever it is, it's there. And I still kind of feel it now, but I'm feeling much better. I'm hoping it's going away. But it's definitely like the longest headache that I've had in a long time. And I'm sure it's happened before. Like, it doesn't worry me or anything. It's just really annoying and very inconvenient. So anyway, there you go. That's, that's like a glimpse into my life. The constant nuisance that is my brain swelling into my skull. You know, that being said, though, like, all things considered, I've gotten off very well in terms of health. Like, the fact that that's, that's pretty much my biggest complaint about my health, honestly. I don't have any allergies, I don't 
have asthma, you know, or any genetic diseases or anything like that that I have to worry about. And obviously I'm still young and there's time for those things to develop, but a lot of people my age have like, I don't know, just health problems in general, serious or not. You, you know, you think about something like allergies. I don't have food allergies or seasonal allergies or animal allergies. I can eat whatever I want. Like, I don't have a weird lung thing like one of my friends has. I don't know. I just I just very much won the genetic lottery when it comes to health. And that also kind of scares me a little bit because it's like, you know, in that weird game that God is playing, what's the trade-off here? Am I going to die early? Get into some crazy accident? Anyway, this this took a turn that I was not expecting, but there you go. That's the after show for you. Uh, back to video games just super quickly. If you've played 999, I hope I did it justice. I do intend on going back to it at some point once my memory starts fading of it, which it kind of already has. I guess that was that might have been one of the trade-offs is just my absolutely horrible memory. Okay, anyway, I've talked enough. Thank you so much for being here, folks. Until tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>